There, there isn't. <laughs> no godly reason to be. And, no. and you know what the least of my complaints is right now is the election. I could have cared less about the election. Uh, that's that's up there for me, but it all combines. It all combines into one big pile of shit. Like I, a big um, shit ball that a monkey throws at you from behind the bars at a zoo. I that's, think you, you described it perfectly, but our composition of shit balls is slightly different. It, it is okay. indeed a compilation of a bunch of petty and my, my stuff is more i think my shitball has more individual smaller amounts of ingredients <laughs> than your shitball but tell me the composition tell me the chemical uh, makeup of your shitball well there's that, nothing uh, useful in it for one like you can like manure is useful you can use it to create fertilizer right there's nothing useful it's like laden with disease and um um what's it rotavirus and just all kinds of horrible stuff in it. Um, yeah, spreading not, disease no, everywhere. No silver lining to this. No, shit nothing, ball. nothing, nothing. It's just stay, the min, I mean, it just reeks, reeks to high heaven. Um, you know, I mean, because manure sometimes actually sort of smells good when you think about it. I, in, I don't in know. Some, in, I won't yeah. lie. In some springtime days when the yeah. water was melting in Wisconsin. There was, um, I don't know if it was freshly laid manure, but there was a hint of it. And, you know, it wasn't roses, but it, it, it harkened me back to some simpler times. Yes, I can see where sometimes that might indicate, ah, the, the, the winter is over and now the new growing season will begin. Right. Yeah, it's it, nothing like that. It's not even, it's not compostable. Um, yeah, there's, it, it just needs to be jettisoned. It needs to be buried as deep as you can under the under the earth and wow. hidden away forever to petrify and somebody in the future can find the petrified shit ball that hit DT in the face. Well, okay, so <laughs> this okay, I'm gonna guess this is it. I know it's not just the the election, which again I don't I don't care about that because I don't control it. What did work like decide to take a dump on you or no, something? No. Or is it no? Oh, or? it's all stuff that's out of my control. And that's that's why it's so maddening and depressing. I mean, the weather, Cap, the weather. The, we have to explain to everybody else because uh, the vast majority of people are smarter than us and don't live here. Um, the weather in the Twin Cities, like Chad Elkins came for a visit. This is how bad the weather is. Chad Elkins came for a visit. You know how excited I am when I get company and like people come here. Right. And um, I, was, I was as good of a host as I could be, but I was not. I, I would say I failed because it was so dark, cloudy, snowy, and miserable that it's just like, fuck you, God. Just <laughs> fuck you. Just, I want God to come down here and lick my fucking ball sack. Cause you know what? If he's, I'm not, I'm, I'm quickly, you know, I, I always was agnostic, but now I'm an agnostic who does believe in God, in God and he's a dick. He's, he's an a asshole. complete, yeah. he's an asshole. He is a dick. He's See, I'm looking at up there. I'm looking at it a different way. I sort of had the same realization. I'm like, but I'm like, thank you, God, because what what happened this week in Minnesota? For anyone that's like Cappy or DT, is uh, we we went to sleep uh, Tuesday night of the election. It took all of like two seconds. Once the polls closed in Minnesota, it took all of like two seconds for all of the news stations to project 
that both of our senators were Democrats, that both of them won. There was no, there wasn't even, we didn't even get a minute's worth of, of nail biting. Oh, maybe there no, was pretty clear. Yeah. It, it was, was it right was, away. It was pretty clear. Democrats shortly after that, uh, Democrat governor won. Um, and then, uh, so I, it just was depressing that, uh, the, the election night was depressing. It wasn't like two years ago where it was just amazing, you know, mm-hmm. watching Trump win and going, holy shit, maybe this nation's got its finally starting to figure shit out a little bit. Oh, you had, yeah, you fool. I know, you, I know. people thought when Trump came to election and he won, everyone's like, oh, your book, enjoy the decline. And going to, it's going to lose sales. Oh, that book. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you just wait. That's yeah, just a long wait. term yeah. book. That's a long, that's my retirement right there, baby. <laughs> yeah. Just, just wait, just wait. Just gave you a little sprinkling of hope before the shit ball hit you in the face later on. But, uh, so we went to, to bed right in Minnesota going, well, Democrats won in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and and uh, even Keith Ellison, fucking Keith Ellison, he won, won by double digits, didn't he? Yeah, it was. It's just pathetic. I mean, this guy is just scum, just total complete scum, Keith Ellison. And so then we wake up the next morning, and and to add insult to injury, it is snowing. Yep. So and what 30, was, 30 degree drop? Oh in, god, uh, ten hours or something like that. I mean, just. So, so um, I sort of had this uh, a similar realization, but I'm thankful to God. I, I kind of thought, wow, this is this could not be more of a sign. Thank you, God, that I need to get the fuck out of this state. Yeah, but I, are you, now hold it, hold it. Are you going to be the standard Minnesotan? Oh, we got to get out of here, don't you know? <laughs> right, Ole and Sen? These darn Democrats, they keep getting more and more. Oh, my gosh, they're Sen. We better go. And then they just bend over, spread their ass cheeks wider so a bunch of Democrats in the city can fuck them a little bit more. Are you actually going to – are you and Mrs. DT taking concrete measures tonight to inevitably move out of the state uh, well, within not- a year? It's not something that you can do tonight, but it is. Right. I mean, tonight of uh, this weekend, I'm thinking of already starting to pack. Oh, that yeah. quick! But I mean, just to, it's going to take a while. So just to just to start, it's a big task, especially mm-hmm. when you've got a family and you've sure, got a house that's kids, paid right, off and, right. mm-hmm. and everything. But there are ways. I mean, I've already started applying for jobs. Um, so there are. It's just one. It's one of those things where. Uh, you have to take concrete steps to to get it done, as in anything that's important in life. If you just say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go downtown uh, Minneapolis anymore and support those Democrats down there," um, honey, can we go out to eat at Manny's Steakhouse? Oh, sure, let's go, sure, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my favorite. And I'll I'll mention him by name because he's a hypocrite. Uh, rookie on Garage Logic. Yeah. Uh, we got oh the conservative we gotta do something oh that's all right sweetheart why don't you go to saint Catharines <laughs> for fifty thousand fucking dollars a year and you major in the liberal arts sweet nothing's too good for my little sh- fuck you minnesota male pussy fuck you done we're done. sick of we're sick of all these nfl players kneeling during the national anthem you know i'm not Ooh. going downtown anymore i'm not going down i'm not supporting that anymore Skull. 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 <laughs> we got the Super Bowl, you know, there now, don't you? So, yes, I, I I understand that a lot of people uh, speak a lot of bullshit. But for me, I mean, I've renovated this whole house. This house is basically me. 
that everywhere you look that in is my true. house that is me. it is very tailored to you i will yeah, admit i that. i have put kind of my heart and soul into this house and a lot of time and effort and swearing and blood and um <laughs> not too many tears i don't think the blood sweat and tears and eh, not not too many tears but um uh so it's been uh i've i've always kind of wanted to stay it's like we've got we're comfortable here everything's going fine we don't need to move, blah, 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 blah. And now it's just, it is finally just, I have to get out of here. This mm-hmm. this year we had a later and colder than normal winter. We had a hotter than normal summer. And now we have an earlier than normal winter. We basically yeah. skipped for spring and fall. And, in a, and it just, there's no reason to stay. I mean, yeah. if the if the bad weather kept the riffraff out, then th- then it would be something, right? I mean, then it would be like, well, the weather yeah. sucks, but but we're surrounded by great people and we're all conservatives and, you know, but no, it's just, it's filth upon filth. It's just the shit ball has got so many different varieties of filth in it. It's, it's what it's akin to. And I've always said, <clears throat> Minnesota is like the fat woman that thinks she's hot. Right. Um, but with the winter coming this early, um, the the voting going even more leftist than it normally does. This is like your fat, overweight girlfriend with attitude and lip comes back home with a raging case of herpes. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the I'm done. No, I'm not even going to bother asking you to hit the the treadmill. I'm just going to leave. And no, there's not another woman. I'm just leaving. Right, and uh, right. <laughs> that's that's kind of been because I, you know, I I you know I'm already on my way out. I've yeah. I bought property. I, you know, we're only waiting. But it's been so bad. Um, like like I said, Elkins came in. You thought I'd be in a great mood. And I'm just like depressed as fuck. And it's not and it really had nothing to do with the election. Cause I'm I'm already gone. <clears throat> this is this is not my cup of tea. But it got cold. The sun went away. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> and it was so bad this time that I, I started sitting there thinking, and, and Chad came up with the idea. It's like, you know, your girlfriend doesn't have to work here. You know, they do have jobs in Nevada. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm and I'm thinking like, huh, you're right. We could just go there instead. Leave permanently. We leave permanently. (laughs) And so, you know, and I rent my house out or I sell it. I don't care. I you know, we'll we'll take the rental income and that'll help pay for our mortgage or we sell it and that pays for an entire mortgage. I just don't care. So now it and it's it's one of those things where it's gonna be, sweetheart, hey, guess what? Heck the shit. We're leaving oh and God. and not not this. Oh, well, you know, no, no, no. I mean, like, it's going to be. Yeah. You know what? You better get like a triple raise. Like you better be bringing in as much as the CEO of Medtronic because right. there's no fucking way. I'm, I'm I'm and like I said, it's not it's not even the election. It's just the cold. Well, that the adds snow. to it, though. I mean, yeah. that's if if we weren't just living with a bunch of fucking communists, then, you know, it, It'd be like living in Alaska. You know, Alaska's kind of uh, uh, salt of the earth, you know, pick mm-hmm. yourself up by the bootstraps type of people. They've got some liberal stuff going on up there, but they're mostly, you know, conservative types right. up in Alaska. Or, or the, the, you switch it around, San Diego. All right, Southern right. California is a communist hotbed, but you know what? It's warm. It's warm. At and least that's, you got the weather, you know? That's, At least that's you got the, that. That's the whole point is that it's the worst of both worlds here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to hang around with a bunch of fucking communists, you might as well be warm. And and what I hate the most is like Californians at least are 
communists because they're indoctrinated or they think they're being cool. Minnesotans are communists because they hate themselves. It's mm-hmm. the Scandinavian, yep. oh, we, oh, only we're so bad because we white men now and, and we gotta, we have taken, even though it wasn't us though, only we have to go and essentially enslave ourselves and cut our veins open for other foreigner immigrants to come here to take advantage of us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, fuck them. I, I, I can't, I don't yeah. think I can hate anyone more than the people that hate themselves. Right. I think they're gluttons for punishment up here. I mean, it's like we put up with this horrible weather. And so we just love to be ass raped by leftist Democrats. Mm. It's it's we it's weird. It's sort it's like masochistic in Minnesota almost where you want they want to be they they, uh, Minnesotans take pride in that the Vikings have never won a fucking Super Bowl. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just it's like loserville up here. And yet we have we have pride in it. The reason why we have the Holly, Holly Dazzle Parade is because when, whenever they, um, I, I don't know if it was in the 20s or 30s or whenever it was, but somebody from the East Coast came and visited Minnesota and basically said, it's, it gets so cold, it's unfit for human habitation. Mm-hmm. And so all the people up here said, hey, no way, man. And so they, <laughs> start, they, so they started the Holly Dazzle Parade to say, fuck you, we can handle the cold. And it's just, uh, if, it, if we were actually tough, then it would be great if we act, but we have never voted de- uh, Republican. I don't think we've uh, ever. No, you're right. Yeah, not even Republican. Reagan. Yep, not even Reagan. You know, and I was raised in a family of Democrats, and 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 you know, never was proud of my country because you know, raised by a bunch of fucking Democrats, a bunch and, of pussy Scandinavians. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I think there's sort of a glutton for punishment thing. I think there is a they we like to be victims up here. We like to complain about the weather. We like to complain about all these things. And maybe there, there's some kind of, oh, we, we vote Democrat because, because uh, I don't know, like maybe a, they just like want- an early, like an early version of virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Like we're such fucking incompetent fuck ups. We got nothing else, but we're going to show the world how open minded we are by you yeah. know having half the. What was it? Isn't it in the Constitution, state constitution? Half the budget has to go to education. I don't know. <laughs> oh God! It, there's just no reason to come here. Look just up some here. government documents. Just kind of go around government websites sometimes and look up the government documents. And I swear to God, in every fucking one of them is a Muslim with a hijab on. Every fucking one. Oh, you mean like uh, pamphlets like clip or art. brochures? Either the clip art type stuff, or they purposely go out and take pictures of the Somalis in oh, Minneapolis yeah, that, or whatever yeah. to put them in the statewide document about whatever the DNR or the parks or mm-hmm. whatever it happens to be. <laughs> and they and it's you know n- not a white male to be seen in, no, in these no, things. No. And so it's just you know at some point you just have to say you've got integrity you respect yourself and you're not you welcome here you're not <laughs> yeah, welcome here they hate yeah. us here they hate oh, us they hate. Yep. so goodbye bye you don't get you, you don't get me anymore you don't get my talent you don't get my taxes yep. you don't get my presence you don't get my loyalty you get nothing i'm gone yep. and and so yeah we are we are i mean this morning i shoveled I shoveled uh, snow leaves this morning. Snow leaves. <laughs> you didn't even get no, to raking, eh? No, I, I did one round of, of raking and I was I was I was like, well, you know, there's still some leaves to fall down. I mean, the oak tree still got a bunch of leaves in it and it's like yeah. it's still it's going to it's going to drop eventually here. 
and then it snowed. And so it became this kind of frozen, one of my cars was parked outside and, and the leaves froze onto the car. So it almost oh, looked yeah. like it was in a ghillie suit. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that's all that I'm, I'm shoveling the driveway and it's like snow, snow leaves, I'm a leaf, leaf snow piles. Uh, t- now, not not that we haven't convinced people. I just want people to listen to that right now. The leaves froze onto the car in Minnesota. Do you want to come here? Huh? <laughs> so anytime you idiots like uh, they think like every once in a while get a client plus, oh, I got a job offer by Cargill or oh, I got a I got a job offer by the Target Corporation. I'm like, no, don't come here. Don't just come don't, here. Don't come here. There's was, no reason. I was telling Mrs. DT this morning that. Any snow day automatically should be a day off. Anyone. That should just be the cost of doing business in Minnesota. It snows, you don't have to fucking drive. Well, period. Heck, I mean, heck. <laughs> did you see did you see the traffic yesterday? It was terrible. I mean, oh I, my had, God. I, I drove home in it. And uh, that's why um I was trying to get my one car. I've got a kind of a winter car that's all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my summer car, which is my pickup truck, my rear wheel drive pickup truck. And I had to drive home last night in that uh, snow in my rear wheel drive without any sand in the bed. And I was slipping all over the place. And it's just like, it, it just, it's compounding and compounding and compounding. Like God is just hitting me on the head saying, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm basically telling the girlfriend, I, there, I've been patient. I've been logical. And, and you may have, you bring up a very good point. Like the time to start moving is now like you got to pack up yep. your stuff. And you because yeah, there's a lot of shit. And um, you know, I've 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 kind of I didn't really put the house up for sale, but I've kind of got it like listed as a make me move kind of deal mm-hmm. to see why. But yeah, when when the when the GF gets home, I'm like, uh, we're starting to pack up now. Um, you know, we're we and and here's another thing is applying for jobs that could be a two year process unto itself. Yes, you might as well start that even if you're not intending to move, just to see what's out there. Like, why don't you throw a couple fishes and uh, lines into the water over there? See what kind of job offer you can get. Right. Um, but I am done. Um, I, I've just, I've, I've just had it. Just had it. My, um, my advice would be to sell your house, though. Because when, when oh, yeah. we moved, when we moved overseas, we kept our house, mm-hmm. and that was always something kind of pulling us back. You know, that was kind of, you know, if times got hard or whatever, it was always something in the background that's like, well, you know, if if we need to go back or if the things are too tough, we've always got our house waiting for us back home type of thing. And so I would say, I would say, sell it. We're going to sell this place. And uh, as sad as that will be, because like I said, I put, you know, I've touched every square inch of this place. Yeah. But it's, it's now it's, it's an albatross. There's, exactly. there's no re it's a liability. And right. um, I've, I've always wanted to get, I've been very patient and, and, uh, I, I just the past week, and again, not not the politics, but I've I've had other shit happening where I am so miserable and so angry, and there's nothing wrong, you know, aside from things outside of my control. And it's like you know what? I could be happier golfing right now in the sun, where it's right. 75 degrees in Vegas. I could still ride my damn motorcycle, uh, and then some. And and you know what? You know what's going to be great? And I think I might just do this. Is once you move, so you got to. You gotta now, just so you know this, when you move out of Minnesota, you gotta. I'd even hire Chad Elkins CPA. You hire a good CPA to make sure you do everything you need to legally cut yourself from the state. Because right. if you do it, they, like they'll go after <laughs> you. Like you have to have a dentist, you have to have a doctor. You have to prove because the the state revenue department 
they will go, they expect this is more for snowbirds, but uh, you, mm -hmm. you make it proof. Like I'd set up a bank account now, either in South Dakota or wherever the heck you're going to go uh, just to That's establish that. Yeah, yeah. Establish that track record. Yeah. Um, well, and I, we, and we look at, you mentioned South Dakota. Yeah. We are looking at rapid city. Um, right. And uh, I got a realtor for you. You do. You do. Good. She's good. She's very good. <laughs> good. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm looking at, like I look at the, the weather forecast for Minnesota and then I'll type in Rapid City, South Dakota. And it's so much better. I mean, it's so much nicer. Mm -hmm. And what people don't, uh, the easiest way to explain it here for the weather is that the jet stream swing, swings down from the north and catches us in the winter time. So we're getting that Arctic air in the winter. Which if Atham didn't know, if he looks at the map, Canada is straight north of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll let us assume he knows that. <laughs> and and we're one of the few states in North Dakota gets that swing down. About mm -hmm. half of South Dakota gets that swing down in the jet stream. Um, most of Wisconsin does too. But like all of Minnesota is in the middle of that Arctic air mass that swings down with the jet stream. And then in the summer, we get the Gulf Stream from the Gulf of Mexico that swings up like a bell curve and catches Minnesota. And that's why we get all this miserable, muggy, hot w weather in the summer. And, and because we are the ten land of 10,000 lakes, we got mosquitoes everywhere. Oh, so but, it's just, but don't you like the seasons there, <laughs> DT? I love the seasons and we have good schools. You don't, you know, the schools are so good. They're so good. Fuck. Hey, are you white? Fuck you there. That's Minnesota public education. That's an, I actually, I actually did vote for uh, a levy referendum for what the schools. It? For the schools, I voted for it for an increase. I voted for it. I'm Why? Because like, you want to just screw the taxpayers? I'm or just something? like, well, I mean, there is some some um, validity to the idea that uh, when the schools are known to be good schools, yeah. the house prices go up. Like oh, they're in oh, demand. There okay. is there is some validity to that for sure. Okay. And I'm like, I'm in I'm in a cheap house. I'm in my starter home that I've paid off. If all these people around me are, we need to give more money to the schools, then fine. You guys can pay a, a much more than I will because mm -hmm. you've got much more expensive houses. I've got kids in school. You, you might know, as fine, well find yeah. that. And then it'll shut up the fucking superintendent and everything <laughs> sending emails out all the time. Vote for the levy, vote for the levy, vote for the levy. So we're, I was talking to doc and he was telling me about all the crap that passed in Wisconsin. And we were going back, you know, certainly back to his day, but um, how the elementary school was a school. There wasn't a, an arena. Right. There wasn't a fucking swimming pool. There wasn't a football stadium, and the, what they wanted, I think it was at a at a elementary school, maybe middle school. wasn't It was like below high school. They needed a theater, mm. like a, a a community or an art center. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just like, you know what? F just fuck it. Just all right, fine. It's the Here's same as churches, theater. though. It's the same thing as churches. How's that? Well, church uh, churches build these huge mega centers with entertainment facilities well, and with their own damn money. Huge kitchens. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're um parishioners' money or congregants' yeah, money. Fine. Yeah. I that's not me. You know, church ever came up to me and says, Hey, you gotta pay me. Right. But if you go there, it's you're pressured all the time to because God wants you to, you know, give ten percent of your money to them. God wants a gymnasium. To, to for a gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> For a big kitchen with a bunch of you will be saved if you build this gymnasium in the name of J JC's gym. JC's yeah, gym. 
<laughs> oh god. So it's it's time. It's time to, you know, put up or shut up. And uh we're going to what would that be? It would be put up, right? It would be put up. We're not putting uh, up with it anymore, but we're but we're putting up. Right? Yeah, but you're not shutting up and just taking it anymore. Right. You're right. not gonna complain. You're not well seeing that, yeah, that's that's where I because I always get caught, but why do you why don't you move? And I don't know how many times I gotta explain it, so I'm not gonna explain it anymore, but I am in the process. But yeah, it, it is it is definitely it's time. time. It's time for all conservatives in Minnesota. I mean, it's long past time. On my podcast, I talked all the time about have respect in yourself. Do not go down to these cities and and do any economic activity whatsoever in these cities that hate you. Yep. That's at least what you should do. Yeah. And nobody's doing it. So it's like, well, I'm just going to have to move then. I'm just going to have to find well, people like me and get the hell out of here. So Let me introduce another concept to you, though. But Mrs. DT is all on board on this, right? Yes, she is. Yeah. How many? How much you want to bet that you want to talk about additional extra pussy Scandinavian with a sprinkle of, of chocolate sauce? Uh, how much you want to bet uh, these Minnesota, quote, men – Married some leftist goody two shoes DFLer Democrat wife who's nothing's too good for our children, and these women just outvoted their husband, totally negated their vote, and these guys are pussies anchored here in the state forever because wifey poo won't move. And I want to be next to my parents. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. I mean, I will I will say that I'm more bipolar on this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. DT's always been open to the idea of moving, but isn't all that fired up about it mm. where I am sort of cold or hot where I'm like, Oh, everything's fine right now. You know, my gut's kind of telling me, ah, just, just we're doing fine. Let's just stay put. Let's say, see how things go. I almost wish that Trump hadn't won because then I would be well on my way to, I'd, I'd probably be there already. I would have mm. written everything off. But Trump gave me a little bit of hope. And I'm like, I've always in the back of my mind, I was like, Trump almost won Minnesota. Let's see what happens in the midterm election to see if we're turning a corner here in Minnesota or not. And nope. obviously we weren't. <laughs> we're not at all. No, we're not at all. Um, the Iron Range did sort of wake up a little bit. and, and Oh, voted red. 50 years after the jobs <laughs> left, they finally woke up. <laughs> they finally woke up. Those, those fucking morons in Virginia or Virginia City or whatever, they yeah. finally realized that that maybe the people in the Twin Cities hate their white asses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They did. And and so um so now I'm white hot. Now I'm I'm just eager to get I want to get the fuck out of here as soon as possible. It probably will not be this winter because moving in winter sucks. So might as well not complicate things just hunker down for the winter get the house put together you know get it ready for sale in the spring and then just get the hell out of here so um that's what we're that's that's the plan right now anyway and hopefully we'll we'll keep going with that plan you need a place to go i now of course you you went and got the dirty j word you got yourself a job um (laughs) but you could have done reconnaissance out in in south dakota uh, and you could still do that this winter, even go find yourself a house out there. Right. Um, your your uh, requirements would probably be a little bit less specific than mine. Mine was kind of more like what this Clary want and one himself doesn't even know that. But if you had time, it'd be worth hopping on a flight out to Rapid City. Get yourself a rental car. 
drive around, look around. Mm -hmm. I'll line you up with my realtor. She is a freaking sniper, man. She will get you a house because you can't just move out to a teepee. You know, you can't just well, like, go on. The thing is, is with the way you can move now, I mean, if you get one of those pods, they mm -hmm. store those pods for you. You don't have to move in right away. All right. So that's what I'm thinking we'd probably do is we'd probably get rid of most of our shit mm -hmm. and whatever we got left over, we'll have in a pod or two. Hopefully it's just one, but, and that's just like a container and they, they put it on top of a truck, they drive it out there. And then I think they can just store it someplace. They got like they a need. storage facility. It just sits there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how, because it's usually when you're moving, you got to figure, oh, okay, I got, I've got this moving truck where the pod is physically attached to the truck. Right. And so you got to figure on, you know, all the, the, the coordination of, of, you know, selling your house and buying that house and moving out of here and moving into there mm -hmm. where pods gives you more time. I'm sure there's a fee. I mean, I'm sure it's going to cost money to store the shit. Right. But that's, but that's, um, it might be worth it. I mean, we might even rent out there initially and, and really try to get a feel for the area. Yeah. Cause then, cause that, I mean, it's, 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 it's completely possible that we might move out there and then realize, man, we want to go someplace else. And so if we don't, if we don't put down roots too much, uh, maybe that'll be a good thing. So that, I, that's prudent. That's wise. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have a feeling it's, um, yeah, I really wish Wyoming worked out for me because it was just, they had mountains. It, it was warmer by a little bit. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, you, you could find employment out there, but man, the people are dumb. South Dakota, though, I've, I, I can't guarantee you, I can't guarantee you, but I've spent cumulatively over a year's worth of time there mm -hmm. uh, to know that. Well, here's the other thing I always kind of envied about you. Is that your what's the yeah about you? The what's the number one thing in your life? What's your number one form of entertainment? Of entertainment? Yeah, what what keeps you entertained the most in your life? Well, it's the kids right now, but before that I would say it's like mu music and movies. Okay, but what I'm saying is your your life is your kids and it's going with you. Yes. So right. I think it's going to be independent of where you are. Your kids are going to be your kids. Uh, you guys are going to watch crappy horror movies and they're right. going to grow up weird and estranged just like you. They'll become little female versions of you, essentially. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you have to worry about it that much. Uh, whereas me or somebody without kids or a family, we have to look at external things like, you know, mine's the hiking and the weather and the, right. and the adventuring and all that. But you can I don't think you face that much of a risk where you move into an environment like, oh, this environment sucks because unless it really sucks. And it can't right? suck any worse than Minnesota. It, I mean, that's the thing. It can't suck any worse. If, you, if, you, no matter how bad it is so, so someplace, it's worse in Minnesota. It's always yeah. worse in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any place worse. Like uh, uh, New Mexico is kind of a shithole, uh, but at least it's warmer down there and you do have some mountains. Um yeah, a lot of places trade off the warmer winters for the really hot summers, right? Well, mm -hmm. at least it's warm in the winter. But here yep. you get the really hot, muggy, shitty summers and mm -hmm. the really fucking frigid, cold winters. You get It's bipolar, and you get like a couple weeks in between in the spring and the fall where that's the time to enjoy Minnesota, and we've been fucked in the ass for like the last two years on that. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, I had I had to like go in uh, because it was so humid. It wasn't that it was hot, but it was so humid this summer that I had to go and paint the entire basement pretty much with kills because to fight off the mold. Right. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's been very, <laughs> very wet. This fall has been extremely wet. I guess the Minnesota River is still at flood stage. It's, really? Yeah. It's 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 really wet this year. It's been really, really horrible for for well, for that. But we got the has holodazzle, don't you know? And the, <laughs> what's the other what's the other stupid parade they throw? Um over on Nicollet Island. Hmm. It's got the there's the fireworks. That's during summer. The aquatennial. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. See, cause because we got a lot of lakes here. We got a lot of lakes. See? And then the aquatennial. Get it? Because uh-huh. aqua is Latin for water or Spanish for water, whatever the fuck it uh-huh. is. You know, see? And so we celebrate the water here on the riverfront. You see how fucking clever these Minnesotans are? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know when I become king of South Dakota and I secede from the United States? Yeah. Clarieville or Clarietopia? No, it's still be called South Dakota. I'm going to enslave Minnesotans. It's going to be kill the Minnesotans day. And we're going to just get an army of about six guys who still have their balls. And we're just going to invade Minnesota and take it over and say, you're a territory. Oh, no. No, you're not a state. You're a territory. You will remain such. No, you just got to wait until uh, Minnesota becomes a failed state and and the migrant caravan of Minnesotans, oh, yeah, start plodding across the prairie of South Dakota, the eastern South Dakota, just flat as a pancake. (laughs) I know every choke point. I know every place to set up gun emplacements. Exactly. Yep, yep. Set up in the Badlands or whatever. (laughs) No, Badlands is way too – nope, the – the uh, the main one is the Missouri River. That's right. where they're yeah. They, uh, they Chamberlain, have, yep. Chamberlain and uh, Pierre. They quote Pierre. It's Pierre. Pierre. Oh, oh, oh. You say Pierre. Oh, oh, you are not from around here, are you? No, because it says fucking Pierre. But uh, now you'd have to like some main roads, uh, the Minnesota River, Red River. Um, but you could you could. But you'd see them coming for miles, though. You'd see them yeah. coming forever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't, oh, be able, we, wouldn't we, be able to sneak up on us. Oh yeah, here we, we come. Want to, you know? We want to start good schools here. Yeah, don't you know that that you need to learn about your white privilege and and oppression and everything? Is <laughs> <laughs> your oppression with a fifty caliber bullet? You fucking Scandinavian piece of shit. <laughs> no, sad I was when I found out I too was a Scandinavian. Yeah, well, I mean. There's Not something cripplingly like, so. It was just kind of like, ah, shit. Fine. We are a we are a very hardy people. We are. Oh, I you mean, and me might be. But uh, yeah, I don't know where it turned. I don't know if it's the Christianity mixed in. I mean, we used to be Vikings, right? We used to be fucking Vikings. Yeah, fifteen, eighteen hundred years ago. Yeah, and then and then you know Lutheranism or something took over, and, and then, every we all became these stoic people. Who just love to you know put up with abuse? I I and be um, passive aggressive, not actually be aggressive, but be passive aggressive. Yeah, because it's cowardly. Right, right. Um, it's there's some it's some weird mix of our hardiness, stoicism, and kind of this Christianity bullshit that has turned us into a bunch of. I mean, look at Sweden. I mean, look at the countries just over there where we came from. It, there's it's something. There's something there about. We're 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 willing to put up with a lot of shit because we live in such frigid conditions, mm-hmm. and so then people take advantage of that, and and we like it. I think I don't know. 
I don't know. I it's it's moot and academic at this point, as John Steele says. I have less days in front of me than behind me. To which I add, well, the fuck if I'm going to get pissed off about it. But I will. I will take joy in watching Minnesotans in the rearview mirror suffer. Right. I am when I move, Absolutely. and well, I do when I'm in Vegas. I do look up the weather in Minnesota. Like, okay, where are the fucktards suffering? Oh yeah. wow, look, those fucking idiots are suffering right. that bad. That, yeah. That's great. That makes. That makes this 85 humidless weather here in Vegas even better for me for some reason. Right. For some reason, I'm happier it's two seconds ago. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm in a better mood knowing you fucking morons, you sheep are suffering even worse now. It's, it's a genuine so, hate, a genuine hate. So two things, two things. One, I do think you say you don't care about the politics, but I do think if somehow Minnesota had pulled a rabbit out of the hat, and had voted uh, Republican, you would have felt good about it, right? You would have. Felt I good. would have. Oh, DT, you there? Hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Hang on. You would have. I, I'm trying to get the because I want to make sure that super chats are going on, and and I, I opened up another screen because YouTube does such a good job of thinking this shit through before they roll it out. <laughs> I would have felt good, but it would not have made my decision to accelerate operation get the fuck out of dodge uh come any later that would have been nice but okay. I, w- I won't lie to you the next because this is just moving from state to state what we got to look at is nationwide trends uh-huh. um i think the number one threat is younger women and younger people in general are going to be full-on socialists yep um that's not going to escape the federal taxes or the federal laws so even if i am in south dakota so right. the next thing I got to look at is like, okay, which country am I going to go to? And I'm I'm getting sick and tired of this constant, uh, you know, dodge and pivot, move and dodge. I know, I you know. know I, can I just fucking sit? Am I, you know, what I want is a Western movie where I fought off the bandits or whatever, and I got my homestead, and I just live happily yeah. ever after, and I can't yeah. do that. So the next step after this is like, all right, now I got to set up bank accounts where? Hungary? Singapore? Uh, you know, uh, 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 Malaysia, uh, you know, and I got to go. Now I got to do reconnaissance overseas, which see, is I would, fine. See, I would say, um, well, um, there's not too many places. I mean, America is the last stand. There isn't, I mean, there really isn't anywhere to flee to or we'd be there already. You know what uh, I mean? I, I disagree. You I, I, yeah, I think America, well, America is not sustainable. I still stand by enjoying the decline. Right. Um, I think there are cultures, predominantly Asian cultures, uh, even Russia, that don't hate themselves. Now they may not sure. like me. You go over to Japan, you're considered a, a gaijin. You know, you will you will forever be discriminated against. But I'm mm. not dopey enough to say, well, boy, you should appreciate diversity, right. and I right. I have a different colored penis than you, so you should worship and bow down and give me money. I'm not that <laughs> stupid, but I do know that China. Japan are cultures that have existed for thousands of years, and right. at least it's stable. The rules are known. Um, no, True. There, there are drawbacks. China's heavily p- polluted, overcrowded, all this other stuff. But, you know, and then I start thinking, all right, what about Thailand? What about um, you know, Russia? Russia would, you know, they're now we're back into a, a cold Arctic environment. I got to learn a language that's horrific and horrible to learn. And it's highly corrupt. But again, there's no doubt in my mind that Vladimir Putin likes the Russian people and fights for them. Right. You know, they're, they're kind of all on the same team out there. 
But no matter where you go, I think you said this before that the people with less are going to be gunning for you, right? If you've got something, they're going to be after you. They want your stuff. They want your free stuff because they're lazy. I think that's, I think you're spot on about that. And so I guess my, my, um, my strategy is going to be try to be around people that are like you. And then, yeah, the federal government's still going to come after you. Then just mim minimize, just make it so that they can't take anything away from you. And there right. are ways to do it. I mean, if you just sink all of your, <laughs> if you sink all of your uh, money into gold and silver and hide it. I mean, they're, they're, they can't get that right. That even if they monkey hammer it down to cryptocurrency, worthless. right? No, I, yeah, I, there's I ways, understand. There's ways I, to to just kind of minimize your footprint and yeah. um, and not be noticed and just enjoy your life because Here, we do have it good here. We've got it great. I mean, we've got it great. Yes, we do. Better. It's never been better. Here's the other second thing I wanted to say, just to, and then we then we can wrap it up or whatever. You mentioned about the kids and mm -hmm. how no matter where you go, if you've got your kids, you've got your family, right. um, you're set, right? I mean, and and my kids have had a hard time kind of adjusting to the idea of moving because this is the only home. Well, too I've bad for them. That's what very, grumpy very, Uncle Cappy would say. Yeah, very very scary for them, and they're starting to understand. I keep telling them. The most important friends, like what you said, I actually said, think of what Aaron says, Aaron has said, is that friends come and go in your life. You always got to be on the lookout for new friends because it always happens. And I gave them some examples of some of the friends they, they've had thus far that they're no longer friends with. Yeah. And it's yeah. like friends come and go as long as you've got your family. That's all you need. And and we'll we will always be there for each other. And so it's just... It's difficult, but these are teachable moments too for kids for them to realize that, yeah, I do have my family and that is the most important thing. And mom and dad aren't going to do anything that's going to hurt us. They're, they want the best for us. And so getting kids, I mean, it is difficult to get kids on board with the idea of. No, it's not. I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with that anymore because I have all these people who don't want to move. Well, my children are at their school. Yeah, well, two things. Fuck your children. Fuck their school. Let's go. I mean, that's you're the dad. You, you, you just say yeah. we're moving now. Pack I know, but you, want, but, you, but you want to um, – it's better – I mean, we're going to move no matter what, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it's a lot easier on us as parents if, they're, if they view it as an adventure than as something horrible happening. Right, so, right. You're, so you're not, I'm not picking on you. What I'm saying yeah. is, is where the parents, like they deny a promotion in a warmer town, like a significant promotion. They deny themselves a happier life because, well, all my kids' friends go to the school right. and they're used. It's like, fuck that school. It doesn't matter. The kids are dipshits, not your kids. I mean, but the kids that they're friends with, you're never going to see them again. They're going to go to a different high. They're going to go. They're not going to hang out with them after college starts. They're not going to hang out with the college kids after they get out of college. I just, and, and right. I just how, how and it, and maybe it's just Minnesotans that do it, but how they let their children cripple them. Well, I think it's just, that's an excuse. I mean, like, like everything, uh, people will, ah, I don't really want to move. So I'll just use my kids as an excuse. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm actually I may even delay my retreat to uh, Vegas this winter just to start packing stuff and maybe haul it out. Like, yeah, I'm moving this shit. Yeah, it might be here. a good. Yeah, it might be a good idea. It'll be yeah. annoying as fuck. I mean, this winter, if this keeps up, this is gonna. I mean, it's snowing right now. It just started fucking snowing again. Yeah, I think we had an hour Jesus of Christ. sunlight 
we had maybe had an hour. Uh, say, do you mind if I do some sponsors here real quick? We'll go, go through ahead. the super chats. I mean, go do you have ahead. to get going or what? No, I don't. Nope. No. Oh, okay. Uh, we got a new sponsor called Ridge Wallet. Go to RidgeWallet.com. This guy has uh, fancy. They're basically credit card wallets, RFID proof, so no one can scan them. And they're slick. They're really slick, and they're small. They're very minimalistic. Uh, you can even use it as a money clip. Uh, he sent me one in the mail. I, I did a video on it. So check out that website. We'll make a great um, Christmas gift. Make an outstanding Christmas gift for a guy or a gal in your life. I think it's a little. it leans a little bit more towards uh, uh, guys. There's also Arrowhead Watch Boxes. Now, this is a brand, brand new. I, I got slammed with a bunch of new sponsors um and which is one of one of the reasons i'm somewhat kind of down and sad but uh, which i know doesn't make a lot of sense but uh it, it's just more work added to it and this looks like a, a watch box i'm on his website now uh ham handcrafted for maple and walnut hardwood these look like little watch boxes uh that you can go ahead and put watches in but among other things you can put jewelry um, they look like they're lined with some nice, uh, not leather. What's that fuzzy stuff? DT uh, that velvet. Velvet. Thank you. They're all, they're lined with velvet. Check out the website, arrowheadwatchboxes.com. Again, another Christmas gift. Uh, and then a new book by Barack Obama. I'm sorry, not by Barack Obama, <laughs> by Daniel, Daniel Allman about Barack Obama. It's titled Barack Obama is afraid of Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, and then he wanted me to read the instructions, which you know what I'm going to do uh, on a separate video because he deserves uh, a copy of the horror for uh, video for that. But the instructions are a little bit lengthy. And just so all my advertisers know, inevitably I do advertise your stuff. It's just um, I I got to get things scripted and organized. And uh, <clears throat> frankly, the old captain bit off way more than he could chew these past two months and uh, has been running around with his head cut off. But anyway, check out this book. Barack Obama is afraid of Cheryl Atkinson. Cheryl is spelled S H A R Y L. We could probably check that out and read the. She's awesome. Cheryl Atkinson is awesome. Who is she? I, I didn't know who she was. She's a reporter. Um, she left the mainstream media because basically they were, um, shit canning her stories and the government started spying on her like taking over really? her computer when Barack Obama was president yeah it was proven and um she is she is like smoking hot for an older lady i mean she is so she's fucking smart and she's fucking hot All right now hang on hang on now, now yeah, let's let's hang on let's take a look at here who's I an older sure. lady she is is ni nice looking let's take a look She's a, uh, I don't know. She kind of looks like a short-haired cut. Unless these are bad pictures. Let's see. I'll, oh, I'll she's all right. She kind of. She, she's okay. She's you oversold kind, she's her. You, you oversold her to me. She's the kind of woman, though. Like, uh, I don't know. You just. She almost looks like she could kick your ass, and that's hot. That's, that's uh, like, the kind of hot uh, I'm talking about. You're Not talking like, J Jamie Lee Curtis hot. Yeah, that and and uh, that movie, uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. What what was her name? Gina something. Gina Davis. Yeah, the way she is in that movie. I mean, she's not the hottest chick around, but mm -hmm. the fact that she's so tough is like fucking hot. 
<laughs> and so mm-hmm. that's Cheryl Atkinson to me. Is, okay, she, she looks like I mean, she looks like she could kick my ass in a in a verbal debate, and it would just turn me on. So yeah, she's she's attractive for a fifty something woman. Yeah, uh, no doubt about. It. I thought you were gonna say, oh, she got the cougary milfy kind of look, where it's like, hey, hey, hello, Mrs. Robinson. No, she looks like a woman. She looks like. She's not she's not one of these lifestyle lift, you know, these baby boomers that are trying to, mm. you know, look like they're 20 years old still. You know, have you seen the stupid commercials about the guys now using Botox injections? What? I mean, it's give me a fucking break. Would you just grow old gracefully? And that to me is sort of Cheryl Atkinson. She's sort mm. of yeah, she's sort of like what you would want in a woman that you're growing old with. You wouldn't want them to I mean, I had, I just went to the gym recently here and and I think that the one of the trainers at the gym got a collagen lip injection. I'm like looking at her face and I'm like, her lips <laughs> look different. And it's like, what the fuck did you ruin your face for? I, I, I always get a kick of stories at the gym because I go to the gym and I pay attention to no one. Like oh, I am really? there. <laughs> I hate it. I just fucking hate the gym. And I went there because I couldn't run outside because it's too slippery and cold. And so I was just running and being miserable. But I always get a kick of listening to like the great one. Uh, talk about going to the gym and then Bernard Chapin he always talks about going to the gym and the observation is like oh this person did that and that person did this I'm like why are you paying attention to these people I go to the gym I'm like it's a bunch of fat ugly old people who aren't taking this seriously and need to diet you know like it starts in the kitchen here people and and then maybe there's a uh the the personal trainers or whoever runs the gym you know the person who's who's there in case something breaks Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, there'd be like a hot chick, You're like, oh, hey, there's a hot chick personal trainer. Now it's just these fat people. Um, <laughs> I, I was watching this. Well, I wasn't watching. I had to walk from the running mill to the to the door. And here's this fat guy. I mean, probably, oh, 80, 90 pounds overweight, a morbidly obese guy. And he's, and God bless him, he's doing the workout thing and he's got the personal trainer. I look at the personal trainer, I'm like, Dude, the personal trainer is 50 pounds overweight on a five foot eight body. It's this chick. I'm like, how, how in fuck's name are you a personal trainer? I mean, basically, <laughs> he could just watch television and download someone to yell at him on the Internet or record what you're saying right now. Like, isn't it kind of hypocritical if your personal trainer ain't in shape? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think that's, you know, it's a bad sign if they're not in shape. I just, we're I just on looked. This, we're on this journey together. That's what we're on. A, we're on this journey together. <laughs> it's like some fat person telling you not to eat while there's just stuff in their face. I'm like, no, no. I, uh, I'm anyways, looking, I'm looking up pictures of Cheryl Atkinson here. I stand by it. I stand by it. Uh, anyway, it looks, it looks like someone you'd want to have on your arm when you're when you're you know 60. when you're going to the kids' place for Christmas. You know. Uh, yeah. She's, she's taken. She's she looks good. She looks, she looks good, good for an old, yeah, for, yeah. For an old woman. And yeah. she's freaking smart as hell. And All she's right. tough. Okay. Well, you're tall, so you kind of yeah. I said tough. Go. I said tough. Oh, tough. 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 Oh. She didn't. She didn't break. She she decided I'm going to go out on my own. She's entrepreneurial. She's got her own deal. So cool. Uh, anyway, well, the name of the book is Barack Obama is afraid of Cheryl Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, you can find that on Amazon, both paperback and Kindle, and then another book. Uh, the Pence Principle by Randall Bentwick, all uh, lessons all men must learn from uh, Ford Kavanaugh. And I finally finished that book. It did a, a quick review, and he just hits it out of the park in the last chapter. It's 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 a short read. It's, it really is a handbook 
Um, but the last like five pages, he just, it's Mark McGuire hitting a ball out of, out of the stadium. And you're just like, holy shit. He nailed that down. Um, so basically if you don't want to get accused of rape or if, if you don't want to be falsely accused by women, get this handbook, you know, spend the $7 or whatever, or 10 if it's paperback, uh, and, uh, save yourself what Kavanaugh had to go through, you know, for the hour or so it might be or like three hours for it. it's going to take you for to, to read it. Uh, that's the Pence principle also available on Amazon paperback and Kindle. And then what else? Oh, academiccomposition.com. We have academiccomposition.com. Uh, final season is kind of upon us. When did, when is college let out? Like mid-December? I have no idea anymore. I think yeah. they vary, but okay. it should be before Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, if you don't want to write your your uh, uh, papers in college, uh, and why would you? Because it never has anything to do with your degree nowadays anyway. Uh, outsource that to academiccomposition.com. Also, if you're looking for a job and you want to work remotely, you want to work from a laptop, Alex is already, always hiring over at Academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com, email Alex, let him know the captain sent you. And um, yeah, he's got marketing positions and writing positions, and they both suck. Don't say I didn't warn you, they both suck. It's just if you want to make a little bit of scratch on the side from the comforts of your home, check out academiccomposition.com. The quintessentialist, the hyphen, quintessentialist.blogspot.com. He is a blogger such as myself. He'd like to maybe have you drop in and check out his articles that he writes, and then check out his book, called The Great Emu War, where Australia fought a war against an evasive species called the emu, a bird, like an ostrich, and they lost. And I always like stories where the government loses. So check out The Great Emu War, written by the quintessentialist. There's Orion's Cold Fire. Check out orionscoldfire.com. Also another blogger, but photographer. And what I've been doing is I've been trying... Oh, dude, DT, I've been trying to unplug so much from politics now. I've been... I just... Don't even want to deal with anything. And so I actually do, I do go to his website. I just look at his pictures. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Picture of a flower. Hey. Like there's the, still beauty in the world. There's still beauty. Yeah, I'm like this war-torn samurai. I was watching, uh, it's called Samurai Shampoo. It's a cartoon. And um, I forget how it is, but there's this master samurai of the land. And um, he hasn't found a worthy impo- opponent in years. And all he does is he sits in his garden working on his bonsai tree. Uh-huh. I'm kind of like, you know, because he's seen so much war and chaos and killed so much. And I'm thinking like, yeah, it's going to be Cappy. That'll be me. I'll be sitting there with my bonsai tree and my lilacs. And uh, Good anime, by the way. Uh, and then finally, uh, you can always help out if you want to donate. I have a Patreon. You can go ahead and do that. Patreon.com slash Aaron Cleary. You get nothing for it. You can make donations on PayPal. I don't know what the link is. Uh, but if you really want to help out, do all of your Christmas shopping now to save yourself the pain and agony of having to do it rushed later. Do it now, this weekend. Do it now by using my Amazon affiliate program. You go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner, do all the shopping. You don't have to register. You don't have to log in. It is that simple. You just go to my blog, click on the Amazon banner, go. If you <coughs> – excuse me. Can't find that banner? Go to olderbrother.com where you can also tune into the Older Brother podcast where DT hangs out every once in a while. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. You'll find the Amazon banner there. It takes you to the same website. 
Just do your shopping. I get a 7% cut of everything you buy. You don't pay anything extra. And you'll say, oh, my God, thank you, Cappy, for making it so I wasn't rushing to buy crap the day after Thanksgiving and getting run over by some fat large woman in Walgreens or Walmart because they had 20% off flat screen TVs. Um, you'll thank me for it. Doesn't like a security guard die every year on Black Friday? They might replay the same one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't be stupid. My favorite, my favorite one is where the fat black lady gets ran over by the mob and she's like trying to put her wig back on as people are like stepping on her. Was she a security guard? No, she's somebody in line to, uh, for Target. Oh my God. And then there's another guy that got pinned and he's, and he's, and he's like, he's going, Oh, my back. And he's like, you know how you look when your back really hurts. He's like, yeah. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. And he's like shuffling forward. Got to keep going. Get the sales. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some of that footage is just. And you want to stay in the U.S. Oh, we got a future here. It's still the best <laughs> place ever. And then you watch that stupid. Look, guys. The country is a big place. It's a big place. I, I know you it's a big a place, spot. but that's, that's the rank and file. It's the fucking sheep, man. The same fucking sheep that go and run over that poor old black lady or the guy who threw out his back at Walmart. Now, admittedly, they're stupid, too. If they keep going, then they I know keep they going. keep going, but it's the same damn people that line up on the fucking streets to go slave away at their cubicle farm. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I, don't saying- get, I don't get it. I don't get why people work so hard. I don't get it. I, I do not get it. I'm wor- I've got a J-O-B now, and... You know, I can't wait to get the fuck out of there. And and it's like people people know. I mean, people uh, milk it, right? They'll they'll only do as much as they need to do to not get fired. That's right. that's working. That's working life. Right. And I hate that. I want to be busy. I want to be doing stuff. I don't want to sit there and you know stare at the screen for an hour and zone out. Because I don't have enough but shit. But most people aren't as smart as you. By the way, let's plug the book now because it's very appropriate. A book called Curse of the High IQ. Right. <laughs> you're, you're too I'm – not, I'm not kissing your ass or using it for an opportunity uh, moment to, to sell this book. I'm deadly serious. This is why I'm, I'm promoting everyone to go do the Christmas shopping now. My <laughs> listening audience are not these people. They're right. not the sheep. They're not the morons. They're not the poor guy who threw his back out or the black lady who got ran over by a bunch of people at Walmart. Don't be these idiots. Don't even risk the chance of being in the same situation. Where you're like, oh, crap, I got to get this. Just do your shopping online. Do it now. Be done with it. And then just, you know, Thanksgiving comes along. And then the next day, which is Black Friday, right? Yep. Yeah. You're just chilling out watching like Kelly's Heroes or something. All right. Right. Exactly. And, and, you get to spend time with your family or in your case where it's like when you go to work, yeah, you're right. Doing the minimal amount. I mean, it's the same amount of time you're there. I'd rather be engaged in doing something. Exactly. Than, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't get it. It's like, I think most people could basically cut their hours to 30 per week, maybe even 20. Oh, 20 the, easy. 20 do easy. the same amount of work, do mm-hmm. the same amount of work. And, and yeah, you're getting paid half as much, but you got, twice as much free time or whatever. I mean, it's just, I I don't get it. And we're so well off. You don't need to be working so hard to eat and to, and all the things that are necessary for life. I mean, life is sort of cheap right now. Oh, it's dirt cheap. And people just get themselves into trouble chasing after that brass ring. And before you let know them, it, let them, let them, let them pay the taxes, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I get a kick. Uh, out of this this rush 
for women to go load themselves up with debt, wasting four to eight years of their lives on worthless degrees. And then they got to go and they got to, they got to go and commute. They got to get their MBAs. They got to put in 60 hours a week. It's like, do you understand that work sucks? Right. And the reason that men are participating less in the labor force is because we've known it's I, I, let them, let them, let the dude bro bust his ass off at an investment bank for 80 to hundred hours. A, 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 let him do it. Doctors. I, I love doctors. Don't get me wrong. I think you guys are saints, but I ain't going to med school for 10 fucking years. All right. You guys do that. I, I'm just going to sit and yell at the internet and make my money. That's what I'm going to do. There, there is something to the idea that you want to accomplish something in your life, you know? And so people see the career path as that way to accomplish something. And I just sit there and I go, okay, who is the, who is the CEO of the country? Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. And, and look at how, I mean, he's getting a lot of stuff done. Yes, he is definitely. But he can't get everything done. Even as the president of the United States, you can't really accomplish what you want to accomplish. So why, why try, why try, you know what I well, mean? And, and, it's like, the- and, and, and as far, from our person, I keep on saying, I am sick and tired of trying to tell Democrats to stop punching themselves in the face. It's like, that's what Republicans are trying to do. No, stop it. Stop punching. You're, you're, you're hurting yourself. Stop punching yourself in the face. Racist. And they just start oh, punching. Sexy, yeah, absolutely. Know. Absolutely. <laughs> and so just stop. Stop trying to save them. Whenever Republicans get into power, we make things marginally better. And this is just if proven by this last election that that Republicans have fixed things, that the economy is doing a lot better, and it gives people the luxury to complain about dumb <laughs> fucking shit. So to hell with it. Right. You know, you can't save these people. No, I, and I don't, and especially when they get angry at me, yeah. it's like, no, nah, I'm going to let you go. And then, and then even, you know, you're like, well, people want to achieve something, but no, you can't achieve something working in corporate America or for the government because there's too much competition that people that want to get to that vice reserve deputy assistant diversity director position and there's a million women with their degrees in inclusion and diversity. And there's a million guys with MBAs who all want to go. And when you look at that much competition, the pay is not worth it. The hours are certainly not worth it. Uh, the, the sadism and the, the, the psychopathy, I think is the word, of bosses in the managerial classes where they just take it. Oh, there was that article written about Netflix and what it's like to work there and just what a what an insane ins- asylum it is. Mm-hmm. It, nope, nope, right. you guys, you do it. You guys go ahead. I, yeah, and let's say you do get that position you want. Want then what then? Well, fifty percent of your money goes to the state. Right. Yeah. But I mean, what are you really going to accomplish? I mean, getting to that position, I guess, is an accomplishment, but it's not really. I mean, the universe isn't going to remember that you are the CEO of some fucking coffee company or right. something. I mean, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> I'd, I'd argue, I don't even think there's any prestige anymore that comes with being a CEO. Like your job title, does that even matter nowadays for most men? I know for women it does because they're the, they want to get, they want that title. They're like the men of 20 years ago. They got to make yeah. it a Wall Street. I got to be the chief operating officer. <clears throat> the controller or the CEO. It's like, well, congratulations. There you go. Have fun with it. I don't think guys even give a damn anymore. It's like, where's my paycheck? There, thank you. I'm going home. Goodbye. I, I, I think they've kind of tapped out. I would hope so, but there are still are the ladder climbers out there and and the the careerist type people. And 
and you can see them a mile away. They think their shit doesn't stink. You know, they just, they go, I down. don't know. It's, it's, it's just, I don't, if you're not doing something, it doesn't matter, you know? And so you got to figure out what's the most important thing to do and, and then go accomplishment that. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't even really matter if you're getting paid for that or not. Really? I mean, get a job is just so you can live. <laughs> That's yeah. It. That's tell them that. Tell That's them all it's that. for. And and I don't get. It. I think everybody could cut their hours to thirty hours a week, and you wouldn't notice any difference in anything. Because most people's jobs are just make work anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, most people. I mean, it's like what is it? Ten, twenty percent of an organization are the ones that are actually making it operate and run. And the rest I, is just overhead, basically. I never, I never did more than two hours of honest work uh, at any job per day. I mean, some days I'd actually have a couple of days, but then it would be followed b- with weeks of like miscellaneous bullshit mate work and looking busy. Yeah, and um, that's just wasted time. You're fucking wasting your life for money, basically. And if you don't need it, try, try to find a way to not need it. Yeah. And I, that's that should be the goal of everybody. But instead, they just want more, 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 yeah. more, more, more stuff. Well, and Elkins stopped by and we're all going out to eat. I'm like, holy shit. Do you know how much money you spend on booze and food if you go out and eat? Where it's just like, I'm going to eat it at home and then we're going to go to a meetup group or chill out or something. Else. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't need that much money. Eating out is expensive. It is our it's our kind of one guilty pleasure, really. And we de- we deserve some, you know, it's, we enjoy it. So we're okay with it. But if we had to cut it out, it would be easy. It, that, that's not a problem. It's not like a need. It's just a luxury. And most people's, uh, most people's needs are actually luxuries. They're not, they're not actual needs. And no. as long as you have that perspective, then, then yeah, what, then you can just say, you know what? I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I don't even care if I have a job when we leave, really. And just that something will work out when you get there. And you know what? You know what it costs <laughs> to hike in the Badlands in the Black Hills of South Dakota? Is, is there a is there a car pass to park there? Well, the Badlands National Park you got to pay, but yeah. the Badlands formations go outside the national park boundary, so you could just pull oh, okay. over and go hike. Right. And yeah, that you yeah. you got to pay to go to Mount Rushmore, but yeah, it's free. I mean, it's the gas to get there. There yep. you go. That's yeah. You know what it costs to entertain a two-year-old? Nothing. One sheet of paper that you fold into an airplane and she thinks you're God. (laughs) She's like, wow. It's like, yes, uncle Aaron is God. And we're going to let you keep thinking that until you become a teenager. And then you're not going to be no fun no more. But yeah, this, oh man, the little, the little two-year-olds are so easy. It's like kids are the best, man. They are, they are what humans should be until the world and other humans fuck them up. Yeah. That's, I mean, kids. There are some bad ones that'll have like you know actual chemical problems in their brain or something. Yeah, or the parents but, never spanked them. Yeah, or I, kids. Yeah, they'll push until they find that boundary. Mm. But even the worst of kids are still better than like the average adult, I would say. Oh, yeah, any day, any day. Like if there's some, some misbehaving kid, it's come close, I've never done it, but there's been a couple instances where, you know, I'm at a restaurant and it's not for little kids. Well, somebody brings in a misbehaving brat. There's been a couple times where I've said, your kid's ruining my dinner, I'm going to ruin yours. Because it's not the kid's fault. You know, right. like, I want to, like, you either get your kid in line or I'm going to get you in line. And, and it has, it's come close, but I haven't had to talk to the parents because then inevitably the parents do do something about it or already on our way out but well that's, take- that's that's the best way to handle it is to talk to the parents because um 
you know, talking to the kid. You can't talk to the kid. It's not your kid. And, and people, people have done that. People have done that to my kids. And uh, there, uh, we went hiking one time. We went hiking. We're out in the middle of fucking nowhere, and some some lesbian park ranger and her <laughs> and her mother were on the trail ahead of us. And my my kids were really young at the time. We were trying to get them into hiking, and they were yeah. they were running ahead. And we were saying, "See all those diamonds on the trees? That's to show you where the trail goes, so that in the winter time, you know where the trail is, and you know, and the, when the trail needs to get up and running again, people can see that they're on the right path." And so they're just, they're treating it like a game and just really, I see another one. I see another one. I see another one. And these, and this fucking lesbian park ranger and her gray haired mom in front of us turn around and shut up or shush or whatever they said, just ruined it for my kids. And but, so, um, we, so we let them get ahead on the trail hmm. and, and we started hiking again and, and we caught up to them and they were waiting and I just laid the fuck into them. I just good. completely, I completely, yeah, this park isn't big enough for us, is it? For um, big enough, your park isn't big enough for all of us, is it? You you just you just want your park for yourself and just telling her to fuck off and right in front of my kids. I don't care. I call them mommy, mommy and daddy words. Me and me and Mrs. DT stuck up for our family and just and she this fucking cunt. Or well, I shouldn't say that. Or I can on there and Clary Channel. Uh, yes, you can on this show. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't she matter. Said- it doesn't matter. But by the way, just in case, I'm gonna. Sorry, re- I let that I'm gonna, <laughs> No, I'm gonna reinstall the the um the the insta super chats on the older brother podcast because it turns out it doesn't make the chat room go away. And by this time, I'm just giving. I'm throwing my hands up. I'm like, okay, you know what? I, it's a, <laughs> Uh, don't don't no racial epithets please no cursing it's right yeah but by now i'm just kind of like yeah okay whatever google change its rules later so there's no point we might as well make as much super chat money as we can today so this this woman was from the tribe of uh kuantahaha right kuantahaha she was a kuantahaha she stepped up when i started yelling at her she stepped up What was she going to yell like, about? The, how no, dare you? Stepped, tell no, she stepped up like she wanted me to hit her or something. It was, I was like, wow, this woman wants to call the cops on me. This woman yeah. wants to, cause she's the park ranger or whatever, you know, she wants to sick the, sick the man on old, old DT for she defending could, his could, family. She could be an equal and, and stand up for herself without the aid of men. But that was, but that was where I realized this was a few years ago. That was during the whole Ebola crisis thing. Okay. And, and that was when I realized, holy shit, you can't get away from them anywhere. You can be out in the middle of nowhere and you will run across a leftist that will. Yeah. Park (laughs) rangers, park park rangers are their own. They're the the one leftist out there. Like your BLM people and your, your national park service. You know, one lady, when I was in Glacier, she's like, you have to sit down and watch this thing about bears. And and then she's telling me, you, you have to, if you're going to go, you have to bury your feces at that, at that. And I'm listening. I'm looking at this lady. I'm like, you're old. I mean, she was older. She was like 70 something. I'm like, there's no way you're going to come anywhere near me in the back country because you're not going to make it. And you know what, lady? I'm going to shit and piss wherever the fuck <laughs> I want on federal government land. And no, I'm not going to bury it because some old washed up hippie who's probably now dead uh, watch way too many Sierra Club videos or whatever. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll make sure. Yeah, I got my shovel. Yep, I brought my shit shovel just for my feces that I'm gonna bury. But <clears throat> but kids, they're the best. And and it's you know my kids were all excited on this hike, and that happened, and it ruined it for them. You know, and it's that's what happens to kids is they are 
they are what we should be until, uh, you know, other humans fuck them up. Would, this would, you, fucks them up. would you like a silver lining to that story sure. of yours? Sure. How happy you think that that lesbian park ranger is? <laughs> like, if she's hope- that pissed off that out in the middle of nowhere, little kids are running around in the national park and having fun. What else sets her off? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I. I right. So, I mean, just to have that woman's mind and live in that mind, I, I just be thankful you're not her, you know, and your kids oh, no, are going to, yeah. And it was a good teaching moment for the kids too, that, you know, there are really bad people in this world, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to stand up for yourself and you got to stand up for the people you care about because they're everywhere. And, and, uh, yeah. Well, you want to do some, uh, super chats here? Sure. Well, why don't you go ahead? Let's go to the top. Why don't you read them here, and I'll I'll go ahead. I, I know. I guess somebody should be paying attention to the chat room uh, to make sure. Well, we've got planning a, to murder all the Jews or something like that. We've got a two dollar super chat. That's two dollars more than we had before. Joseph Jagusa, Yagusa, yeah. Support Club Jagan or Yagan in or Yager in Minneapolis. Support Club Yager. Club Yager. Yagan. What's Club Yeah, Yager? but then he put a star Jagger, so he he misspelled. Oh. Okay. The club okay, good. Yager. I guess go 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 have fun at Club. Is it a nightclub or something? I mean, look it up. I don't know. Uh, hang on, let's take a look up Club Jagger. Jagermeister. Oh, I wonder if it's Jagermeister. Club Jagger. Oh, has reopened. There, yeah. After staff walkout, Club Jaeger closes. Jaeger, because there's an umlaut above the A. Club Jaeger. Oh, yeah. Keep our open amid pro. What are they protesting about? Uh, after staff walkout, Club Jaeger closes. Oh, they're going to play the owner donate to a former leader of the KKK. Well, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. no. No, 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 I'm not going to say support Club Jaeger. <laughs> this is exactly what I was worried about, you know? It's exactly what I was hey, go support the Nazis. They're like, no, I'm not going to support Club Jaeger. Although, who knows, who knows what, the, what, what the real story is there? You can't tell what, what they Yeah, do. and they use this term white nationalist. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? You know, yeah. and he gave 500 bucks to the white nationalist U.S. Senate campaign last October. Who? Who's campaign? Oh. Say so they don't let you know. So, All right. What else we got? Any other super chat? All right. Yeah, there's a couple more here. Um, Rita Bradford uh, says, you say family needs two incomes means daycare for kids, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. What? Yeah. If, if someone has, if someone needs. Okay. Someone you say income, family needs two daycare. incomes. Means daycare for kids. If you if you have both parents working, you have to send your kids to daycare. Yes. That's yes. that's what that means. But that's not an issue of money. That's an issue of time. Where right. you know, that I know this is this is going to get me banned from the internet. Let me tell you what's going to get me banned from the internet. <clears throat> you know what the best arrangement of a family is there, DT? Oh, I I think it's probably. Um, Three dads whose genetic material is combined to make a child, right? No. It's going to be a nuclear family where one parent works and the other parent 
Now, here's here's why I'm going to get kicked out. Raises the fucking children. What? Yeah. Apparently, they're not like Cabbage Patch Kids where they just grow in the Cabbage Patch. Apparently, human children need to be raised a little bit. So that's that's what I've said. Yeah, but if if you're both working, then the kids are they gotta be outsourced. And that's what it is. Let's be very clear what you're doing is you're outsourcing, you're negating or negligent you're negligating, you're you're um you're abandoning, you're shirking your duties as a parent, uh, because your career is more important than the kids. And if you said, But we need two incomes, well then you shouldn't have had kids because if you need two incomes to support a family, you don't have enough money to support a family. Yeah, it's the eating two incomes thing is bullshit. We, Mrs. DTNI, I stayed home with the kids when she was making far less money, mm-hmm. and we were just fine. And no, it's I, just, it's just about priorities, and and people are full of shit when they say that you need two incomes. They've never no. tried it. They've when never I, actually tried it. They've never done the math where you no, look at here's how much I'm making, here's how much I'm paying in daycare, here's how much I'm paying in taxes. I'm actually only making five dollars per hour. What the fuck am I doing this for? Quit. Raise your own kids. Right. I, uh, when I, when I did the math for, um, poor Richard's retirement, I looked at how little families in the fifties raised their children on. Uh, and a lot of it, the the number one thing was the house. You didn't have McMansions, kids shared rooms and had bunk beds. Yep. Uh, You shared bathrooms. And the other major thing was cars. You only had one car. That was it. Because there's only one person working. Right. Oh. And then and then now you all have to have cars and student loan debts and all this other stuff. And then daycare, heck, I think, what was it? There was a study that came out and like half the women, and don't quote me on this, but it was a significant percentage, not small, but not large. So I'm going to say roughly around half. Half the women, it didn't pay for them to work because daycare was so expensive. Right, right. That's <laughs> totally true. Fucking stay home and raise your kids, for God's sake. Jesus. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. I know the maths are hard, but you can do the equation. And don't forget the cost of gas to drive to work as well. Once right. you start doing the whole equation, it does. And then figure out right at the end what you are actually making per hour. What? And you will be insulted and you will, if you've got any amount of integrity, you'll quit and raise your kids. One thing I, that always angered me about baby boomer women in particular, because I loathe all baby boomers equally, but uh, the women in particular, is they'd spit out kids, uh, then they'd have all these activities for the kids, and then they'd want to run a job on top of it, and they'd just bitch and whine about how they had no time. It's like, do, <laughs> do you have 36 hours a day I'm unaware of? Like, what did you think was going to happen? And they're yelling a lot of times at their own kids, like, I do this, and I do that. It's like, well, bitch, why'd you have us? Why why are you working? Why are you going to school? Why don't you drop one of these things? And like, then that way you'd have time to make dinner and not be such a Kuantahaha. Kuantahaha, from the tribe of Kuantahaha with Elizabeth Warren. We're getting macaroni and cheese again. Hey, TV dinners. There we go. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there are ways to do it. You know, there are ways, and your kids are going to be happier. And it's the best thing you'll ever fucking do in your whole fucking oh, life. It is. It, they're going to be happy with their master's degree, DT, and they need to go to night school, and they need to get a career, and they need a promotion, and they need to run for the DFL, the Democrat Party local chapter deputy chair. That's what they need to do. <laughs> because you know why? You know why the mantra of every generations i'd say baby boomers on has been what 
It's called Fuck the Children. I think that <laughs> that's the actual, yeah. It minimizes all parents, baby boomers on, called Fuck the Children. That's that's why I think it's... Uh, While they're at their little thing saying, feed the children, they're actually fucking the children. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Any other super chats? Uh, Yes. Oh, this is a pretty good date. This one, I don't know if this... I don't know what this means. And Guys, I don't super know if, chats need to be clear I, I do we have a limit like is there a character limit well this no there, but this the the dollar amount i don't get it says php 50. oh that's filipino pesos okay so what how what does that equate to i don't know i have to double check but anyway it's a he's saying it an advertisement this is from fig got okay which i don't know what that's supposed to mean but buy this you know you want want it what is it? And it's an Amazon.com link. And yeah. Guys, please read the description before you buy. So you want me to paste it into a browser here and see what it is? Does it doesn't he already have the link pasted there? Well, the it, it doesn't show up as a link. You can't just click on it because that's not allowed. Well, links don't show up in no what well what is it? What is it? Just list it. Amazon.com link. Here, I'll look. Yeah. I, it won't be a virus, I'm sure. It's Amazon. All right. Let me just make sure it's actually Amazon and it's not misspelled. All right. Good. <laughs> Let's see what it says here. <laughs> By the way, um, it's 50... pretty. It's a funny. It's a funny title. All right. It's well, a book. Okay. It's a book. Okay. And he said to read the description first, so I'll read the description first because it is funny. Very important info. Let's just be perfectly honest here. This isn't really a book. This is more of a fancy trinket that you put on your coffee table or something to serve as a point of interest, a topic of conversation, if you will. Only it's in book form. Or, you know, since most of the pages are blank, you can use it as a fancy notebook or something. Makes for the perfect gift. Let everyone know how difficult it must be for you to have a large penis. <laughs> what's so the, what's the, the name of the book? The name of the book is... The complications of a large penis, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just published on. Hang on, how, how many reviews does it have? Because that's like the stupid gimmick. You know, I put my heart and soul in the writing books, and then I'm thinking like, maybe I just did a stupid book like well, that. What, what's it? It was first published on November fifth, twenty eighteen. So just this week. Oh, just this week by okay. Fig Fig Guy F I G G Y. Uh, okay, and you can be the first to review this item. Well, hey, did I tell you what's happening to me? No, what's happening? Okay, so um, I've been getting paid to do book reviews ever since I did the uh, review of the uh, the Unabomber's Manifesto. Okay. A bunch of other people have been like, hey, would you read this book or would you read this thing and, and do a video on it? And, I, and, I, and I've been emailing them back. I say, well, yeah, I'll do it. But, you know, you got to understand, I charge $100 an hour. I hate reading. This is going to cost you a lot. So two people didn't pay, but two other people have. So I'm getting paid $400 to do a book report on one book, $600 to do another one. Like my fucking world has been turned upside down. Like I hated reading. I hated English class. You couldn't, you could not get me to do a book report. Now here I am 30 odd years later, I'm getting paid hundreds of dollars to do book reports. Right. And now, and you're, and you're reading them. You're not like buying the Cliff's Notes. You're actually reading no, them. No, I'm actually no. When when people pay me, no, because I'm charging them a lot of money. Not that I want to. Like if there was a way I could consume a book like Neo did, and right. uh, and yeah, then I charge a lot less. But this is this, and it's not like I'm oh my time's so valuable. It's 
I if I do, especially if it's not audiobook, I, I got to sit and read the damn thing. I can't be doing anything else, and then other work backs up. So I really do need to be compensated for this. And I'm thinking like, there's no way they're going to pay. And sure enough, okay, here's your six hundred dollars. I'm like, holy shit, it's like wow. So now, so anybody, if you want to pay me to do a book report, I will do a book report. I want to see you do a book. Would you charge extra for you to stand up in front of like you're in standing up in front of a class? That'd be uh-huh. hilarious to have like a blackboard behind you. <laughs> you stand up yeah. with a piece of paper in your hand and read your book report in front of class. <laughs> you know what? If I, I might, uh, you know what? Because if we put that on the internet, some teachers, people would know what classroom that is. I could make, make like a fake classroom, maybe get a yeah. Something, yeah. If someone pays me enough money, if you, if DT, if you have a book you would like me to read, and you want to pay me the extra money for some props or whatever, I, I think your money would be better spent, frankly. But yeah. uh, I will, yeah. If someone wants to pay me a hundred dollars an hour, there's not a lot I won't do. That would That's be funny. You'd write the title of the book on and chalk on the chalkboard behind you, right? You got a little American flag there, and yeah. you stand up and look at a piece of paper <laughs> like kids do, they just sit yeah, there and look at a piece of paper. I can, blah, blah, you know, blah, 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 is a very good book. I really liked it. The protagonist, bah, 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 bah. Aaron, age 43. <laughs> right. Then we get some hot teacher like your uh, Cheryl Atkinson. Yeah. And yeah, maybe get your co-star. Get the, like the pencil skirt thing going on and have the glasses with the uh-huh. riding crop. What do teachers have? That stick? What? But the, what, do, what do the teachers always have? Like a like a like a pointer. The pointer. Yeah, the pointer. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't it also serve like if you got in trouble, they'd hit your hands with it? They'd maybe they'd maybe hit your desk. I, I never saw a kid get his hands hit. So Oh, I got I got spanked and hit all the time in school. I, like we, we we went to a parochial school where if you want your children to run away from the religion, send them to parochial school. Send them to some of the Christian school. But and none of our teachers are hot. That was the thing. Like there was no hot chicks. Like in the shows or the TV or like, you know, the news where some chick bangs her student and every guy's looking. I was like, where the fuck was this hot teacher when we were what what who where was where are the hot chicks being produced now that are teachers? High high school, um, I was in track and there was a very, very hot track coach slash teacher. And and my and my track coach were all sitting there stretching and she walks by. And he says to the whole group, all right, put your tongues back in your heads, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're working correctly. At least at least it's working. Right. Uh, all right. What else we got in the chat room? We got one more super chat. Oh, no, we got a few more, actually. Okay, They've, that's good. We'll take a one. But, one but we got one, another one from uh, old 666 himself. Oh, Atham is in the house. He says, going to Vegas soon, Cappy? I need to go there soon. Maybe a couple weeks. Bring DT. God almighty. We should because uh, the GF and I were looking. Because she's not excited about this weather either. Yeah. And um, she's kind of like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. So we may. Do you want to come with or you got a job? I do have a job, but maybe we could work something out. I don't know. I'm actually sort of serious about that. Yeah. I, dude, if we all went and Atham came down, that'd be cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd like to meet Atham. And I think he made me a pen. Oh, the, the pen's right here. I've got a really messy desk, but here's his pen. It's right uh, here in the nice little leather case, the little wooden pen. He's good enough hiker too. Like he'll yeah. bring his, he'll bring his uh, uh, what's it called? His pipe. He always smokes pipe tobacco. I do cigars, but 
I know some hikes we could go on out in Vegas that we could all do. It wouldn't be anything that you couldn't handle. I wouldn't put you on the the trail of tears or up death mountain. Like I took Chris Beckloff up one time, but yeah, that'd be kind of neat. We all go out to Vegas and just like, look at the sun. Right. <laughs> yeah. It produced some vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the vitamin D flowing through my veins. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like a crack you're, addict. You're, it's like a crack addict. You're just like, Oh, Oh, feel the rush. <laughs> when I go there, I'm just immediately in a better mood because of the sun. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's simple shit like that, where it's just like, you know, and you can, you can understand uh, biophysiologically why you're in a bad mood. That doesn't change the fact there ain't no freaking sun here. It doesn't make it go away. You just understand why you're miserable. And like, well, I guess I'm just going to suffer. Yeah. I guess the I'll best, see. the best time of winter is when it's really cold in February, but the sun is high and it's usually bright and yeah. you can feel after having a whole winter with no sun and you just expose like the, uh, the, the skin of your underarm, you just pull up your winter coat and you can feel, you can feel it happening. I mean, it's sort of amazing when, when you've been, you haven't had it for so long and then all of a sudden you feel the sun on your skin. It, it, it does. It's noticeable. I got a, I got a wonder speaking of our, our good Mexican friend, Atham, but also uh, Somalis like, there's got, how how do they adapt to a northern climate like these Somalis when they come from basically the equator, uh-huh. and then it's do they get seasonal affective disorder? Yeah, and do, they have to. I think they have to take vitamin D supplements. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah. so I wonder if Atham kind of suffers the same because he's he's a couple thousand miles uh, from from his uh, his original place of birth. Uh, but I'd, I'd imagine, but he's not as far north as we are, so he gets a little bit more sun. But it's it's still cold and miserable up where he is I, I i won't say where but he he doesn't live in a balmy tropical place now either yeah i've got i've got a family friend who's who's from africa he's actually an african immigrant yeah mm-hmm. a christian mm-hmm. and um yeah i sort it's sort of like you know what is it like to never get sunburned and what what is it like to, i mean do you have to take vitamin d in the winter time and you know all those kinds of things that you don't think about as a as a fucking white male as an evil Scandinavian male <laughs> that you don't think about other that, that other people have to kind of deal with I, my my buddy sadeep he's from um india and um the first year he came here, he came here in fall and I met him because he was in my dance class and one of my best friends, great guy. And what I liked about him is that he, the East Indians, when they come over to the United States, they never explore. They stay in their little uh, settlement. Yeah. They right. Yeah. Hang out with other East Indians. They go to the jet, they, they ride the bus, they eat with other East Indians and they never explore the, you know, they might go to, you know, Mount Rushmore or something, but they don't really partic- participate in the culture. So Sadiq was all like, I no, I want to, I'm here, you know, well, let's go. And it actually helped him out because since he was adventurous, he ended up becoming kind of the, um, the, the host, like when new uh, workers would come in uh, working at the place he did, they'd say, oh, go to Sadiq, Sadiq will show you where to go. And he discovered black Russians, uh, but the East Indians didn't call it black Russians. They called it Sadeep's drink because Sadeep really liked black Russians. <laughs> and he discovered all you could eat buffets and swing dancing and all this other stuff. So he was having this ball, you know, it was a nice, nice fall. I think it was late summer. He's having a grand old time. And then it started to snow. And and he he was at first, oh, snow and sledding, and this is great. Oh, it's American. And then I think by like 
<laughs> mid December. He's like, so when does it go away? I'm like, <laughs> when does this melt? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and, and this is still warm, by the way. Uh, wait, wait for late January. And the look on his face, and then you could tell by like, you know, after Christmas had come and gone, and New Year's was over, he's like, we still have three months. I'm like, yeah, we got three months. It's just like, oh. Let's go to the all we could eat buffet. And get some black questions. <laughs> no, immigrants. A great business idea, if you're adventurous at all, is to do the stuff that Cappy does. You know, explore explore the nation, and then you and then it, you advertise yourself as a tour guide type. Yeah, of that'd thing. Be a good idea. yeah you speak and, the language. Yeah, yeah and because when you're, I mean, I experienced it, and when I was living overseas, that you that you kind of do want somebody that's like you to show you around because. I don't know. They'll, they'll just understand what you're looking for. And, and, and you just feel more comfortable with, I guess, someone that's quote like you. Right. And you can make a ton of money just showing around what, you know, whatever ethnicity you are, whatever country you're from, I'm sure you could make tons of money just showing people around. And so that they, like you said, they, they do kind of, immigrate here and then they just kind of stay put in their little enclaves. I wonder would they really make money? I mean, uh, Sadiq only got like a handful of his buddies to come out and we'd see him once in a while, but you never see him again. Now they would play cricket. I, I know they play cricket a lot uh, down in Eden Prairie. Uh, but it was weird. Like they would only, you know, it's like, well, where's your friend? Like, Oh, I could only get two people. And that uh, you kind of almost felt bad for him. Cause I'm sure he'd like to yeah. hang out with his, with his, his people. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently, you know, they just know they want to stay at home and they don't want to do this. And uh, but you have it, to advertise it somehow. I mean, if you if you now nowadays, you'd have to have some kind of website or whatever saying I'm Sadiq and I'm this and I'll show you the yeah, whatever National Park. We'll go we'll go on a trip to the National Park and I'll show you everything that you want to see. And you uh, like only 50, 50, 50 bucks a piece or whatever. So. You have twelve dollars. Well, they will give you all the food in the world. Right, right, right. <laughs> His mom kind of got upset at us because she's like, "What did you do?" Because he went back. You now he was shorter than me, and he went back about twenty five pounds heavier. <laughs> and mom was like, "What did you do? Like, what what happened?" And, and because he really took to American food and Asian food and well, every other type of food out there. But yeah, it was it was kind of fun. He he. What I liked about it is he enjoyed his experience and like he actually got to experience America. Uh-huh. It wasn't like going to Europe and do all the touristy things. He never got to experience Europe, like or going down to Mexico. And uh, what's what's the the little American colony we got down there? Um, we've got Puerto Rico, and we've got. Uh, oh, that's that's not not Mexico. This is it's owned oh. by Mexico, but everyone goes there their senior year in in high school. They get oh. their senior frogs t shirt because they're stupid. Is it like Cabo Wabo or something like that? Oh, it's it's like Alcapoco. Okay. Isn't that Mexico? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Alcapoco, you go to Alcapoco, you're not going to Mexico. It's just, no. it's, that's a McDonald's. That's a Taco Bell. Right. I mean, we landed. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, and everyone speaks English and, and, and okay, maybe there's some people trying to sell you stuff on the beach, but I was like, well, I could have got this in Florida. Why, why did I come down here and go through customs? Athens saying it's Cancun. Cancun. That's what it was Cancun. <laughs> what the Alcapoco? Is that? We could look it up, but I'm too damn lazy. Um, Where's right. the place that Bugs Bunny always wanted to get to? Pismo Alpha. Beach or something? Pismo Beach, yeah. <laughs> All right, anything else in the yeah, we've oh, got. Oh, God, ooh, I like money. Boy, do yeah, I we've like got money. 
two follow-ups from Rita Bradford. Again, I like her. she's very nice. She's almost like the mother yeah. of the brother podcast. So she she wanted to reiterate that before you said a family needs two incomes. Mm-hmm. And then she said another, she gave me another $2 to say, sorry, just wanted to clarify. So she, she gave you another $4 to. I feel bad yelling at mom now. Yeah, reiterate. And then there's one more super chat here from Max Rickett that's asking, you still boozing, Clary? No, I boozed. I, I had a very bad, I hadn't drank in, uh, gosh, months, uh, <clears throat> which was the problem because it was just, down and dark and i'm like you know what i'm gonna have a drink uh which led to not more than three and since i had not drank in so long couldn't handle it and i was just like i'm gonna call Piggot. and then uh, <laughs> we had a very marginal podcast and but no now i'm now i'm probably eternally off of it uh because it's it just doesn't do anything like after you go without it for a while and you think like, oh, it'll be fun. And I'm like, nope, it just fucks you up. And it's kind of like, nope, I don't ever want to be hung over ever again. I don't ever want to be hung over ever again. I drank for medicinal purposes. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't. Always, what? Yeah, I do. I mix it with green tea and honey and lemon. Oh, you just make hot toddies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I drink to put my problems away. That's what <laughs> I to have, or, or to have them temporarily go away. And I mean, it works. <clears throat> it's don't just look they- outside don't look outside it's still fucking snowing oh no 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 there's no i'm not well because elkins came over and he's like you're not drinking i'm like nope no, come on i'm like nope i'm not no i'm drinking tonight i'm drinking my sorrows away with this fucking oh uh, white shit well this guy you have fun it, it's it's okay while you're doing it but then the next day or two it's just you're just as miserable with the physical pain on top of it Oh, I never go. I, I, I don't push it to where I'm like sick or hungover oh. or anything anymore. Yeah. Okay. The only thing that makes me um, get a headache now is champagne, so I try to avoid that. But otherwise, it's uh, just makes me feel good. Yeah. Makes me El- feel good. Elkins was pouring down the red wine, and I cannot. I knew decade and change ago. Like I had, I got drunk on red wine once, and the headache was so piercing. Huh. Uh, not even a hangover. It was just this piercing headache. Never again. Never, never had touched red wine ever, ever. Uh, and he was just pounding it down. I'm like, how can you? I guess he's got different, uh, different biology yeah, than yeah. you. The tolerance gets built up, and yeah, you get used to it. And and um, but red wine now for me, I have trouble sleeping now with red wine. I have to have my hot toddy mm. to sleep. It's my medicine, my nighty night NyQuil medicine. You know what I've been doing and taking it? It's like the old fart show now, but you know what? (laughs) A lot of the sleeping I did many, many years ago, sleeping, a lot of the drinking, the origins of Cappy's drinking is not as exciting as the origin of Cappy himself, um, but it was to regulate my sleep. No one told me there were sleeping pills. Yeah. And so now I got this stuff called melatonin. I don't know if you ever take that. You ever have trouble Uh, sleeping? Yeah, is it melatonin or is it the stuff that's in turkeys? That is something. Tryptophan, L-tryptophan. Tryptophan, but it's kind of like that. It's a natural thing you take. And so I've been taking melatonin just to get like regular sleep <clears throat> because I know I know this is a bad thing, but you know what my favorite part of the day is? Sleeping? Going to sleep. It's like, <laughs> hey, I get to go to sleep. <laughs> that's, see, that's, over. 
you know we're old. See, now you, you're right. It's turned into the old man podcast. Just want to get some sleep. <laughs> you have two beers. I had a buddy of mine. We were watching the Vikings game. He was back in town. I went to went to school with him, and he's like, yeah, it's the two-beer curse. Once you have two beers, either you need to keep drinking mm-hmm. or you need to sleep. <laughs> you take that nap during the football game. No, my, mine is just like – I. When, when I'm out adventuring out west, I don't, I don't have any trouble sleeping at all because I'm expending myself the yep. entire time, and I get the greatest rest. I wake up, I'm excited. It is like being a kid again, you know. It's like like summer vacation, mm-hmm. uh, but here it's just like, well, I did my work, and I chopped up some wood, and yeah, I. What do you do? Yeah. yeah, I was like, well, it's time to go to sleep. Dude. <laughs> If you're not going partying or boozing anymore, it's kind of like, well, there really is nothing else to do. Maybe, maybe in dreamland, there'll be some excitement. <laughs> get some iodine, Clary. Take some iodine. Makes the dreams better. Oh, my dreams are fun. I get, I get very great dreams. Um, I've, I've actually got my, especially since I discovered this melatonin. Oh, okay. um, it's very regulated. Like I'm waking up pretty early, like 8, 830, you know, going to bed by 11 midnight. So I have like, I'm not staying up till 4 a.m. like I used to. Ah. Yeah. Which is, that was a huge problem. My face is like, if I gave up drinking, I would just naturally stay up till 4 a.m. Which fucks with your system and everything. And then I found this melatonin. It's like, oh, hey, this is great. And I just go to bed. And it's like, hey, I'm one of the normal people now. This is what it's like. Where is everybody (laughs) in the daytime? Oh, you're at work. Fuck you assholes. Had another another super super chat. All right. Justin Yang, two bucks. Why is Minnesota blue in the Midwest? Feels bad, man. Yeah, it's listen to the first. Listen to the first hour of the podcast of this podcast. <laughs> it's Scandinavians. That's what it is. It's the Scandinavian culture. Because um, Wisconsin is predominantly German and Polish. Uh, the Dakotas, I think, just were more ballsy people. Uh, and there's not that many out there. Plus you got a ton of farmers, but Minnesota is just the, it's a slice of Sweden over here. Just a bunch of socialist Scandinavian pussies. That's what it is. Myself included, unfortunately through 23 and me, thank you very much. You know, it's kind of like, it won't come off. I'm dirty. I'm Scandinavian. It won't come off. You're a Jewish Scandinavian? Is that what you are? <laughs> it's, uh, well, see, and that's the other thing. The, is, old, the old, what is that, the old conspiracy theory about Cappy. He's a Jew. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know you were a kike. Oh, man. I, that, that was the funniest thing. when. What, uh, what would, how would a Minnesota Jew sound with the oh, yeah, and what would it be? <laughs> oy vey, oy yeah, the oy vey, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Yahweh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And Yahweh is Yahweh. Oh, oh Yahweh. Yeah. I want myself a bagel, you know. Oh, Yahweh. That would be about it. No, I, I, uh, my favorite was when the, I think it was Stormfront was the group. Um, this was long ago. Uh, also, I got traffic from Stormfront. I'm like, what the hell is Stormfront? I never even looked at it. And then all of a sudden, I stopped getting traffic. And I didn't really care. I was like, okay, that's that's the way that one went. Well, it turned out someone found out I was like a quarter Jewish. And so they were all <clears throat> for me because of my conservative uh, libertarian politics. But the nanosecond they found out I was technically a Jew, oh, shit. Then they couldn't have, oh, he's just a fucking kike. And, and I'm looking up all these words. Never knew any of these curse words. Because right. I'm like, what's a goyim? What's a right. goyim? What the fuck is this shit? And I'm, I'm like, because I've never... 
I've never set foot in a synagogue. I've never held a Torah. I, I don't, I, it's, it's, it's a, a hand-me-down. It's a genetically passed through the matriarch, that sort of thing. I don't know jack about Judaism. So my first <laughs> introduction is why am I a kite, you know, or kike or whatever. I was like, oh, wow. Just, and, and then you, then you peer behind that curtain. You're like, I never want to peer behind that curtain. Yeah, you can never go back after seeing that. You know, Shoah. Oh, okay, whatever. I mean, what is that? Just... that? Like, he got Shoahed. Yeah, the Shoah has something to do with the Holocaust, I think, or something. That that's the thing. These 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 Jew obsessed white nationalists. They'll on the one hand say, "Oh, the Holocaust never happened. It was it's all a hoax, right?" That they'll believe that. But then uh, a moment later, they'll say, but we should throw them in the ovens anyway. I mean, it's like you can't have it both ways. You can't say it didn't happen, that it's a hoax, and then want to do it. <laughs> what? Well, I don't have to. We're not going to worry about it. It won't, it won't no. be the, the, the Clary Explorers' Judaism show uh, no. today. But. All right. Uh, are we clear on the Super Chats? We, we cleared up on that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is, yeah, that was, that was the last one about why is Minnesota blue and, you know, good. It always has been, it always will be. Always will be. Yeah. I will, uh, and, and, and get the hell out while you can. So. Get the hell out. Yeah. Well, thanks DT. Anything else on your neck of the woods? No, I, 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 uh, I might actually do a podcast here because I will have some time this weekend because oh. of all this fucking snow. <laughs> So I was going to maybe do a uh, election Kavanaugh, you know, kind of emergency debrief roundup uh, type of podcast to just oh, kind of get my thoughts out there. So, or sorry, what was that? Are you going to have people on? No, this will just be me for this I'll one. Okay. I got to figure out this live chat thing. It, it might be kind okay, of fun right. to do it, but there will be like three people watching or something. Well, what? You think I do these podcasts because because like it makes a ton of well I guess this podcast was actually quite profitable um, but no I don't I I guarantee you ninety percent of the podcasters do podcasts so they don't have to pay for a therapist because they want to yeah because you got to get something off your chest and ain't nobody else going to listen to you so it just it's cathartic or cathartic cathartic is the correct the other word that I had to learn once I hit the internet world along with Shoah and. Uh, that stormfront man you you i i looked at that for a little while when the whole um what was that the 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 zimmerman uh that zimmerman shooting or whatever zimmerman down in florida yeah the zimmerman what was the what was the kid's name or the young man's name he wasn't a kid um yeah the skittles guy Um, yeah yeah yeah, uh, whatever. I, yeah, no, I know it was like the first one of, of the series. When that was all happening, when it was starting out, I kind of tuned in there just to see what they were saying. And there's some pretty scary. They're, they all seem to be waiting for the race war to begin over at Stormfront. <laughs> you know, if a race war began, I'd be shy of about 40% of my friends. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm kind of like, well, Richard couldn't go golfing. Atham wouldn't be around. His harem of women wouldn't be around. Sadiq wouldn't be around me. Like, uh, I think you would be about the only person around. <laughs> the Whitey Whiterson friend of yours. I can't be around because I'm quarter Jewish. I'd have to off myself. Yeah, you would. Yep, yeah, you would. You'd have to show it yourself or show whatever it, it is. Yeah. All right. So, well, listen, thanks for uh, coming on the show there, DT. Uh, say hi to Bert and Ernie and Mrs. I will. For me. And if you get really bored this week and you feel like going out, let us know. We might go grab some dinner, all right? Okay. Sounds good. All right. See you. Thanks. Bye.